worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Powered by Coldwell Banker Ford McMurray. We love YMM. Tuesday talking about payphones this morning. That's just an article caught my eye on the weekend. Apparently the very last identified payphone in St. Albert is going to be removed next month. The mayor going, oh, we still have one of these? Holy cow. Okay, didn't know. Um, which I'm not surprised by at all. I know we do have like a very few. Probably count on one hand the amount that we've got in the entire Wood Buffalo region still, but I know that some still do exist. Chris, you were saying that you just needed to call me this morning as soon as I started talking about this, yeah? I was driving right by the only fold-up door phone booth I know in this whole area. Oh, yeah? Where is that exactly? It's just on the road into Sincrude. It's still there. It's been there as long as I can remember. It's there. <laughs> yeah, it's I there. I'd like to go by and unbolt it and take it home. <laughs> yeah, and just keep it as a relic of the past. Probably still functional and everything. That's wild. I wonder when that was installed. Probably back in, like, the 70s or 80s at some point. That's crazy to no me. Doubt. <laughs> But, but there's one. Yeah, there's one. I'm marking it on my list. That's just really in my head and not a physical, actual list. I'm marking it, though. We've got one. And not only is it a payphone, but a payphone in its own dedicated folding door booth. Now, that, that is a site you don't get to see every day unless you drive by it every day. Payphones. Getting some calls, some comments this morning about the very last ones that exist in our neck of the woods. There are a few. I know there's a few, but I do mean, and I stress, a few. Keith let us know he has one on the wall in his garage and uh, said, managed to get an old one. I'm not sure by what means. We're going to all assume on the up and up. But now, uh, now an archival piece that you will take care of in the museum that is your garage. I appreciate that because the ones that are out in the wild, they're not going to stay there for forever. And then when they disappear, where do they go? We don't know. I'd rather be in someone's garage, for sure. Uh, and Colleen says, actually, thinks there's one at a Thickwood grocery store. So, like, still. I don't know if it's still in use, but, man, does that ever take me back. Uh, that brings me whew, back to, like, the w Wild West past, in my mind, that is. Uh, but, you know, the days when we'd have the occasional grocery trip, me and my mom would head out, and, you know, the other vehicle, like, the, the, the vehicle was in use already, so we had to figure out another means, stopping at that wall of payphones to call up a cab to get those groceries back home. Just unbelievable. The memory, like, washed over me. Are there any others, though? Any other payphone locations around Wood Buffalo? Let me know. You're listening to the Steve Reed Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Now time for music news. Yeah, we were just talking about the Foo Fighters, and they are coming to Edmonton September 27th. Tickets are going to go on sale this Friday. Keep your eyes out for it. We also just heard from uh, Rage Gets the Machine rescheduling dates they had originally had scheduled for this year that are now going to be taking place for early 2023. Actually, no, scratch that. These were the dates that were originally for 2020. Period. Not even 2021. Uh, but now we're looking at dates here in Alberta, uh, Calgary on the 13th of March and Edmonton on the 15th, Winnipeg on the 17th and so on. But that again is next year, not coming up in like a month's time. Gavin Rossdale 
front man for Bush, going to be fronting for a food show, a cooking show. He's going to be inviting some celebrities into his Hollywood Hills home where he will design and discuss a three-course meal with them. Then they're going to eat and talk about whatever they want to talk about, I guess. You know, it's another cooking show, but just with Gavin Rossdale. Can I imagine there's going to be some vegan dishes for sure. Neil Young now coming out to debunk the fact that uh, Pfizer has not invested in his music publishing. He's saying it is a clever plant and, of course, you know, a tactic to discredit uh, whatever your opposition is, right? That's absolutely happening left, right, and center. Discredit, discredit, discredit. But he's saying that his music publishing has not been overseen by the gigantic pharmaceutical corporation whatsoever, something that would be extremely traceable, but just isn't true. The Oscars coming very soon. Of course, they just released all those nominations, making us all discuss, but probably not make solid plans to actually watch as the awards are distributed, because we can always just catch up during or even the next day, right? (laughs) But they've tried a new gambit, I think. They're letting you vote on the most popular film of the year. That's right, they're going to have a most popular pseudo category. I don't think it's an official Oscar, maybe honorary Oscar is the best you can call it, but guaranteed to not be a authentic actual Oscar. No, 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 they can't debase themselves like that, but also guaranteed to be a gambit to try and get more people to watch, right? The first season of American Idol called and wants its vote system back. Uh, You know, this is not something that's super new, but they're going to try it. They want people to watch or at least pay more attention. I am sure that the thousands and thousands and thousands of Twitter bots out there will have nothing to say about this whatsoever. Don't engage the bots is the new don't feed the trolls. Wednesday. Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals, uh, both coming in April, both going to be at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, uh, California. Um, They are going to be uh, scrapping all restrictions. Now, previously, they had said that they were going to uh, be removing some restrictions and basically the last thing remaining, the entry requirements of a negative test taken 72 hours prior to attendance, as well as the wearing of masks. Now, they have said, no, none of that's going to be happening. In fact, they've added to the website. A quote saying there is an inherent and elevated risk of exposure to COVID-19 in any public place or place where people are present. And there is no guarantee expressed or implied that those attending the festival will not be exposed to COVID-19. Just putting that disclaimer right out there. Weezer celebrating 30 years this week and posting just yesterday that on the 15th of February... And, uh, you know, to, uh, what, 30 years ago, uh, they were a meeting for the very first time, 1992, at the TK Productions location in West L.A., where Rivers, Patrick, and Matt and Jason, the original lineup, all met for the first time and got down on three days of rehearsals, running through about 20 different songs, some of them eventually making it to the Blue Album that they recorded and released two years later. What kind of puker are you? Full disclosure, you know, I wasn't on the show on Monday, and that's because I was feeling under the weather. I was dealing with my own puking situation. Very first thing in the morning, before the alarm even goes off, my body's waking me up going, hey, something right, something right. And so suddenly that I wasn't hugging the porcelain throne, I wasn't hugging the toilet. No, I was getting some up-close FaceTime with the bathtub instead, you know what I mean? Uh, clean up crap. I don't want to get into the details, but you know... What kind of puker are you? Because I have been informed by my significant other that I am some sort of 
creature from beyond the veil when it comes to vomit time, which is not a super common experience for sure, but I don't have a streak going or anything like that. I mean, it's funny. Some people will just be completely panicky. Some people will, I mean, they can have the bucket ready. They can be in a position to just make sure everything's all taken care of. And as soon as that flow starts to change direction, suddenly they're up and they're trying to run somewhere. They're trying to figure out a solution. It's like, you already did. You already got prepared. What are you, what are you so scared about? Projectile is an impressive thing as well, isn't it? Some people can get some serious distance with that. Then there are others who it's just like it's like they don't even make any noise at all. Not a drop is anywhere but inside the toilet, you know what I mean? It's just completely noiseless. Or, like me, demon monster from the darkness. Are you apathetic about it? Do you not care who, who hears it, who it affects? Or are you apologetic about it? I can be like that, too. I can be very polite about it. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry you have to hear this. I'm so sorry. Or do you have an unbroken streak like Seinfeld? You know what I mean? Like, is it just something that you never, never, ever want to have to deal with ever again in your life? Oh, my I feel like I'm going to throw up. Wait, what about your vomit streak? I know. I haven't thrown up since June 29th, 1980. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. I've selected a perfect topic of discussion for this morning. Talking about puking. What kind of puker you are, specifically? Uh, are you, like, the noiseless, clean, never-a-worry kind? Or are you much more like myself, as informed by my significant other, a scary demon monster from the darkness? <laughs> the sounds that were coming out of me, she says. The sounds. Um, are you apathetic? you apologetic? Let me know. Let me know about it. 780-715-CRUZ. It's 2789. In the meantime, there are many different ways to say throw up, aren't there? It's actually one of those amazing things. We have come up with far too many terms for this, and each one of them kind of hilarious. I mean, okay, barf, gag, heave, hurl, puke, retch, spew, spit up, upchuck, vomit, disgorge, regurgitate, getting into the Latin, eject, expel, yak, chunder if you're down under, nauseate, ralph, horf, blow chunks, boot, tonsil toss, the jersey yodel, losing your lunch, tossing your cookies, chucking your Cheerios, the list goes on. What kind of puke are you? Time to share this morning. I see something I don't like out there in the world. Uh, there's a service, and I don't believe it really affects us here in Canada anyways, but it's called Movie Pass, and it was around for a while and disappeared. Basically, really simple. You'd pay a monthly subscription service fee and then be able to get tickets to three movies a month. Like, whatever ticket you want, whatever theater you want, you just go through the app and blah, blah. It doesn't matter how it works. 2.0 is coming out. And they just this week have announced how it's going to work. It's not actually subscription-based. It's ad-supported. Which, I mean, sounds nice, but sometimes that can be frustrating when you're just trying to do something quick on your phone and you're like, okay, I gotta wait, I gotta wait. But you know what? You do it, you wait, and then it's over. Uh, you know, you do something else in the meantime, maybe. This way, not going to be possible. They're saying that you have to watch the ads. Like, literally, you have to watch the ads. They're going to use the phone on the camera of the app user to track their pupils. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how this works for people with uh, disabilities or uh, people who have glasses or, I mean, Corey Hart, I'm sorry. Don't think the sunglasses are going to work out for you too well on this one. But I don't like this. It might set a precedent. I do not want to see this becoming a regular thing. I don't want the technology developed for, for eyeball tracking. See, I don't mind ad-supported stuff. I get it. Makes sense. It's kind of what we do, right? <laughs> it's kind of what we do. Free service, few ads. But I don't mind watching the ads. I do have a problem with ads watching me. Thursday. Just wanted to let you know, give you the heads up in case, uh, you know, you had no idea, wasn't thinking about it at all. The daylight savings change. Yes, the spring forward coming in less than a month. 
Sunday, March 13th specifically. But then, our provincial by-election has also been called just days ago for March 15th specifically. So, putting two and two, we will have to endure the campaign lead-up and people arguing about whether changing the clock twice a year makes sense or not at the same time. I'm just saying, prepare yourself for it, especially as we get closer to the days themselves. Yeah, the the second week in March. A lot's going to be happening that might be making you annoying. And yeah, spoiler alert, also, it doesn't make sense to change the clock twice a year. It just doesn't, alright? Let's accept that as a society. Oh no, I'm already falling into the trap. Yesterday, we were talking about, what kind of puker are you? And we got some interesting response. Jenny actually just made me burst out laughing this morning as I saw a, a message that came in after the show. Uh, I'm a teary puker, she said. I wasn't even expecting this. I was I was asking, like, are you silent? Uh, you know, are you are you polite, demure even? Do people not even know that you're throwing up? Or are you like a beast from the depths of somewhere making noises that are impossible to make otherwise? Uh, Jenny says she's a teary puker. She cries every time. Gets motion sickness, especially on the small planes from Fort Mac to Fort Chip, she says. Uh, used to have a job where she went there regularly. Everyone in the office saw her barf and cry multiple times. She says, not a good seat buddy in those small planes. Also, years ago, a blind date hired a plane to do an air tour of the oil sands. She says she barfed ten times in that hour. Used up all the air sickness bags that the plane had to provide. Uh, didn't see a thing on the tour and never heard from the guy again. I'm so sorry for your affliction, Jenny. It's kind of funny, though. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. First off, Madonna looking for somebody to play Madonna. Says that uh, there are auditions happening right now. She's got a biopic that's coming down the way. And they're looking for the star character, the Madonna of the Madonna film. Uh, they're doing a visual autobiography is how they're describing it. I mean, it's a biopic. It's a, it's visual because it's a movie and it's a biography because it's kind of a, about her auto because she's working on it herself, right? It's just a biopic film. But if you ever thought that you did a really great Madonna impression... I don't know. Might be your time. Also, in the news, the Swedish Prime Minister. What does that have to do with music news? Well, it's because she loves System of a Down so much it's making international headlines. <laughs> Apparently, she plays their music at parties, and in her own words, when it comes to rock, it's System of a Down. Quite simply, quite simply put, pretty rockin'. Big uh, promise made yesterday that we had a big, big concert announcement for this morning, and we do. Right now, very happy to lift the veil and let you know that 100.5 Cruise FM and Live Nation are happy to present Beat the Box Office for the Stadium Tour. Here's what's going down. Motley Crue and Def Leppard are bringing their gigantic stadium tour featuring Poison and Joan Jett to Edmonton on September 4th. And we're going to give away three pairs of tickets before they're even available for purchase, okay? So the tickets are going to go on sale next Friday, the 25th, on Thursday, one week from today, February 24th. We're going to have your chance to beat the box office and wear a pair of tickets to the show. In fact, several chances, but one day only. Next Thursday only. Listen for your cue to call in the 7 a.m. hour, the 9 a.m. hour, and the 3 p.m. hours. Be the fifth caller in, win a pair of tickets before they even go on sale to the general public. Fantastic. Once again, Motley Crue and Def Leppard's stadium tour with Poison and Joan Jett coming on September 4th to Edmonton. And we're going to give away some tickets next week. Friday. Got to talk about Disney's story living. If you haven't heard about this, they've just announced Disney's story living. 
And what they're going to do is they're going to develop some neighborhoods within towns that already exist within the United States. A couple have already been kind of earmarked. And uh, like big, big neighborhoods so that, you know, almost like a thousand families, uh, two thousand families can live in these areas. And while they're there, they are going to be living the Disney life 24-7. 24-7. I don't know exactly what that entails. I feel like maybe from one block you'll be like in the Star Wars universe and then suddenly jump over into the Marvel universe. I don't know. The cafes are going to be themed. Details remain to be seen, but it's just proof. Disney story living proof that one person's fantasy is another person's total nightmare. And I'm sure it'll be magical. I'm sure it will be. I just don't like the idea of Goofy coming to rough me up because I let my grass grow a little bit long. You know what I mean? It's a planned neighborhood. And he's going to do it in the cul-de-sac, too, so that it sends a message while Mickey watches from the sidelines. <laughs> Tell your parents, boys and girls! <laughs> Just a little bit of news for you. I mean, continuing the story of David Grohl and the uh, strange album, concept album that's going to be coming out hopefully by next week. Uh, They're calling it a lost album by the band Dream Widow, which is just the Foo Fighters. It's the Foo Fighters, except for it's them as they portray themselves in the new movie that's coming out next week, Studio 666. So this album is technically the album that was supposed to be recorded within the context of the plot of that movie, a thrash metal album honestly can't wait uh it would of course make sense to release it in conjunction with the release of the movie so expect that to happen right around the exact same time and a very unlikely collaboration is being considered there are a couple of uh, artists that we don't exactly play a whole lot of that are looking to work together and you'd never have guessed it ed sheeran of course being one of them and metal outfit cradle of filth being the other (laughs) A statement from members of Cradle of Filth saying, I think it's a bit of a challenge to undertake, but they are looking at some collaboration options. Very interesting. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Although, Sheeran does explain that it's not that unlikely because he was really into death metal as a kid. He said he listened to Cradle of Filth and Slipknot and, in his own words, all that stuff. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. I want to talk about Stranger Things, though. Yeah, they've uh, made a big, big announcement about the next season. Season 4 is actually going to be in two parts. Why is that? Because it's apparently, like, almost twice as long as any other season that they've done so far. And they worded it as if they wanted to give us something as soon as possible, though the second half of the season won't be ready to go yet. So, when can you look for it on Netflix? Why that would be on May 27th, as well as on July 1st which is in keeping with their switch from like an October Halloween kind of uh, time of year to more of just a summer blockbuster thriller situation. I can't wait for more. Sad news is they also indicated that season five is going to be the last season of the series once we eventually get to it. But of course, they're already thinking spinoffs. Netflix would be silly not to at least try, right? Watched the season finale of The Peacemaker Show last night. This is the DC expanded, extended universe, uh, an extension of The Suicide Squad by James Gunn, the show as well. Totally written and directed by James Gunn as well. Um, But without giving any spoilers about it, worth a watch for sure. It is a superhero show, sort of, yes, but again, not one for the kids. I'm flashing back to when Netflix started putting out their R-rated Marvel shows and parents were like, what? My kids can't watch Daredevil? I'm like, not this one. Holy cow. Preview it. Screen it before your kids. This one's not for children, all right? What I found was really cool, and again, no spoilers, is that I found out that part of it, a tiny part of the season was actually filmed by Marvel. And conversely, a screen test for one of the actors who has a role in the upcoming 
distantly upcoming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 movie was filmed by the Peacemaker crew. And I find that very strange. Is James Gunn the bridge? The bridge between these two giants, as far as the movies and TVs go, uh, TV shows go. Of course, DC and Marvel have had many crossovers in the past, as far as the comics go. But on screen, we haven't seen anything of the kind. At least not done by third-party parodies, right? Maybe it might just happen. I doubt it. Don't hold your breath. I'm not exactly going to be waiting. But it's very cool to know that there was a little mutual back scratching going on with two titans that we kind of feel like they must be mortal enemies at all times. Transmission over. One more Steve? New podcast episodes happen every Friday or just tune into the Steve Reeve Show. Weekday mornings starting at 530 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.